have a bit of advice to start this. If you want to get rich in the music business in the next 10 years, I got one thing for you to do. Become a lawyer. Lawyers are about to be printing some money for the next decade or so, maybe longer. Going to court over a bunch of crazy shit coming up soon. Uh, I guess I should start by apologizing for lying about the Guns N' Roses episode. If we do everything right, this is coming out after I lie about there being a Guns N' Roses episode. It was next. AI. Tyler was uh, told by AI to do this. That, actually, that whole outro was performed by an AI. There you go. Look at that. Written and done. Uh, okay, first things first. We're going to use the term AI a lot in this episode because this is an episode about AI music. I think we should absolutely make it clear. We are not talking about real artificial intelligence because that does not exist. Right. Probably going to be a while before anything remotely like that exists. What is it considered? It's considered like a advanced language model is or something like that, technically. But everyone uses AI because it's a fancy, nice, cute little marketing word. And someday it might actually become AI. Who knows? But I am not holding my breath. I was going to say, it'll be interesting if we make it through even this baby phase of what's the, what, what, the, what computers <laughs> are. Get, shut it down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like if we make it to the other side of this still as a civilization, uh, when we actually have AI, it'll be uh, interesting to see. Assuming we make it that far. There's some term everyone started using after not AI kept getting called AI. It's AGI or something like that. AGI, yeah. Artificial general intelligence. Yes, yes. You just added the word <laughs> general into artificial intelligence. And then it's like any conversation about guns now. You'll get yelled at if you don't say exactly the right thing. These nerds invented this word six months ago. And now you're an idiot if you don't use it. The whole conversation around what it is makes me so annoyed reading Twitter about it is just makes me my eyes roll pretty hard. The stage that we're at with this technology is to the point where Mark and I are going to sit down and have a conversation about this. And there's a solid chance that most of the questions we raise will get answered in the next five to 10 years. If this shit moves as fast as tech bros are acting like it's going to move, then all of this might be outdated by the time the fucking episode comes out. <laughs> I know. I actually follow a decent amount of AI. I'm just, just going to say AI, whatever. YouTube creators that do like updating videos because like things change so quickly. And like <laughs> even that one guy I follow on YouTube was like, I, it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> Every single day I come on here and I talk about all these new programs or the new updates for all the software. And he's like, it's so hard to keep up with. And that's all I do is sit here and keep up with it. <laughs> getting alerts on my phone right yeah. now while I'm making this video. So in the next week before this episode comes out or two weeks, whatever, there's a good chance that everything we say is not even going to matter. And we're just being a pile of nuclear waste. But also basically anyone who is giving you super precise predictions for how soon things are going to happen is full of shit. Are they trying to sell you something? Are they trying to get you to download an app? Are they trying to get you to give them $3 billion? Ask yourself those questions. Yeah, quick second side note that things annoy me about AI is the advertising. Everyone just like sticks chat GPT API into their shitty software and it's like new AI, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's fuck you, dude. It's just, it's a little obnoxious at the moment, no doubt. It's the gold rush and everyone's trying to get paid. It's a fancy magic eight ball at the end of the day is 
what you're looking at. It's yeah. literally a fancy magic eight ball. I mean, it's going to get better fast, you know, but like right now the hype is not warranted in a lot of well, areas. In some areas, definitely. Yes. We'll, we'll discuss the uh, people that are on the chopping block first and foremost in the coming weeks, months, years. I did also want to preface this by making sure it's understood that neither Mark nor I are technophobes in any way. I think both of us are ultimately excited to see what happens here. I think there are a lot of ways that um, this could actually be great for music. Also ways that it could be terrible for music and there's really no way to know which way it's going to go, but it could be good. Yeah, I think it is going to obliterate. Uh, this may be a good jump off point. Where, where, what is the first thing that's going to go? In my opinion, the first thing on the chopping block is going to be anybody who phones in their art. Like if you make generic pop music or generic any, I mean, I'm just talking like straight down the middle, generic chintzy lyrics. We'll just say like somebody like Taylor Swift, although she's a massive artist, there's nothing. It's just robotic. High school diary level. Yes. I, I literally yeah. joked that if it turned out that she was an actual robot, they put skin on one of those robots that Boston Dynamics makes. I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense to me. That type of music is probably the first thing that's going to be a victim of what's coming down the pipe. Okay. So I don't really know whether it would be fair to say that her fans are going to necessarily abandon her. You know, I think that the sure, people she's no, got no, no, on no, board. No. I mean, Taylor's at this point in her career, she could never do anything else for the rest of her life and still be a massive artist way bigger than most people ever existed in history. I think what goes away with artists operating on that level, creatively, artistically, I think what goes away is any future generation giving a fuck about your discography because if they've got a thing in their pocket that can do 10,000 songs of you a day <laughs> why would anyone care and I think that we're close to Taylor Swift songs being able to be well, done by an app for sure. I had this thought literally today because we we're preparing for this episode I've been thinking about this all week last two weeks if Apple for example I wear an Apple watch and I carry an iPhone they know what my day is like how much I moved they know my heart rate all the things that the Apple Watch can gather, if you have Siri turned on, maybe it picks up on words. It maybe it figures out how you feel that day. We saw that you tweeted, you know, sad stuff today or something like that. And so you can say at the end of the day, hey, Apple, uh, hey, Siri, make me a sad song. Take what it knows you're going through based on your social media and your actual physical body and quite literally spit out a song that's tailored to you. Yeah, I can't remember what episode of this podcast, but I actually predicted that like two what years ago. <laughs> that's, I mean, it's not now, but it's not that far that's off. That's going to happen for sure. And that is one of the things that tech bros are kind of pitching to everyone or would be pitching if they were smart, is that aspect of anyone, not necessarily anyone can make music, but anyone can have music that is specifically tailor-made for you. Nothing that we're talking about in this episode probably is going to have much to do with that. What everyone is interested in and the conversations that everyone's having right now is essentially what does this mean for music that a ton of people are going to care about? Because if you have a little computer thing that's going to make music specifically for you, probably not a lot of people are going to give a shit about that. Your Spotify playlist of Mark's post jog music is not going to have 50,000 people listening to it. You know? Sure. Yeah. But 
there probably will be some music that everyone is paying attention to. Maybe not. Fucking who knows? Maybe this just fucking decimates <laughs> all of it. Really. Uh-huh. But as far as some music made by one person or a group of people or an AI involved in there somewhere. I do see a future where AI could possibly become part of the workflow of good to great artists, let's say, mm-hmm. making it easier for them to make great music the same way a drum machine can be used in amazing ways beyond just hitting play on whatever preset comes with it from the factory. By a drum machine or a pianos back in the day people would get keyboards and you could like press a thing and it would play some pre-recorded piece of music but that's not how people use drum machines that's not how people use keyboards you know and Mm -hmm. i think that there's an analog to ai in a lot of ways i can see this becoming sort of the next version of something like brian eno's oblique strategies you don't know what that is brian eno came up with this deck of cards where you will if you're in a studio and you need some kind of inspiration or something, you just pull a random card and it has an idea like delete half the tracks or change the time signature to this or whatever else. And I think that AI is basically going to be that like a super sized fucking deck of oblique strategies, cards generating a bunch of ideas way faster than a room full of people could. Whoever's in charge of picking quote unquote, the good stuff picks the good stuff, throws the rest in the trash and then you work on it and turn into a piece of art. That's the best possible version of this that I see. What's interesting is that uh, ChatGPT agrees with you. What you just said, not obviously word for Uh, word, even close, but like- ChatGPT actually wrote my script (laughs) for this. I'm not just kidding. (laughs) Okay. Although a funny joke, how would anybody know? That's what's wild. You would never know if we are even, now if you're watching it on YouTube, you can see our physical bodies, which as of this moment in history, are not easily replicable and copied. Five years. But Five years. <laughs> uh, what we've learned, exactly, what we've learned through uh, the Drake and Weekend song, many others, is that it's very fucking easy to uh, recreate people's voices and very easy to make it seem as if we are saying something that we're not. I could have, and I did ask ChatGPT to write part of this episode. And the thing is, is you would never know what parts were ChatGPT telling me what to say. You'll never know what songs were written by ChatGPT ever. You'll never know. All you would have to do is add to the prompt the word meta. If you had a functional AI script this episode, just say and make a meta joke about how I'm asking you to do this also. And then it could have written that whole last section. Uh, You just said something that reminded me of something I wanted to point out. So we're seeing those artist impersonation things now, like people are cloning the voices of famous singers. I have already seen authenticity fetish people claiming that they can tell it wasn't done by a human. Yeah, it's just missing that human element. I can tell that a human didn't do this, which is fucking funny because a human exactly did that. It's still <laughs> it's still a human doing it for sure. We're going to get more in depth on that part of it, but you would never know. What Mark just said is absolutely correct. I'm already seeing hundreds of people claim they can tell the difference, and I promise you we are very, very close to never knowing again whether a person really wrote something or not yeah again the technology moves so quickly we're never going backwards there's never going to be a moment where it goes backwards and people go 
oh man, remember we used to, we used to be so accurate and now it's not anymore. It's going to go the exact opposite. There's going to come a time where you don't even need, as of right now with the gentleman that made the Drake song, he physically had to wrap those things and made it sound like Drake was saying yeah. it. At some point, somebody will put some words into a chat bot and it will spit out a song singing as anybody you want on earth. Pick any person, not even just a famous rapper, literally anybody. We are on the precipice of that happening now. It's going to happen so quick. And I feel like I pay attention and you pay attention and people that listen to this, some percentage of them pay attention, but the general population, I don't think is prepared whatsoever for what is about to come flying down the road here. Facebook bought into first gen AI pictures, hook, line, sinker, fishing line, fishing rod. They yeah. probably would have swallowed the fucking boat if they could have got their mouth around it. Puffy jacket. Yes, the Pope one. Picture. Yes. Dude, no one thought that was fake for a millisecond no. on Facebook. They're just like, this fucking guy. Not even Facebook, Twitter. I saw people literally days later when it came out that it was fake. These are, you know, famous news people. Whatever. How old are they? Having to apologize. How like, old are they? Yeah, people that are actually like, I would assume would be like in their 30s and 40s. They okay. should know better. Not they, Facebook old? Literally, to, no, not boomers. I mean, boomer, boomers are totally fucked. Holy shit. They are not. What's happening? The people that were, uh, the scammers that were using people's voices to call their parents and say that they had been kidnapped and send ransoms. We are on the precipice of living in some sort of bizarro dystopian future, man. Almost wonder if we're actually living through it right this second. It's getting close. Holy shit. Okay, so, and then as far as music goes, what's interesting is I believe the not actually AI, but tech bros keep calling it AI, that we have right now really is maybe three steps away from being able to make pop songs that would be absolutely 100% indistinguishable from everything on pop radio today. Mm. So much of pop music for the past 30 years has relied so heavily on computers and software and synthesized sounds. Every pop artist uses auto-tune to some degree. Also, I'm not just saying pop like uh, Charlie XCX. I'm saying pop short for popular. Probably every platinum album from this millennium has auto-tune on the vocal. I don't give a fuck what genre of music you're talking about. Anything that a million people have listened to almost certainly has auto-tune. A human turning to a computer in order to create a sound that a human cannot create, but a fucking computer can. All it needs is your mouth. For now, you know, like for now. Exactly, for now. Also, that's just something that everyone can understand because everyone knows what, you know, the share song and T-Pain song sound like with an extreme auto-tune on it. But um, it's not just happening on singing. It's literally fucking every instrument, buddy. Yeah. It's all of it. Drums get quantized. You can take a guitar, run a, like record a dry guitar signal and then just click through hundreds of amplifiers. I want to try uh, this amp from this year. No, let's try the same amplifier, but the one they were making two years after that. This is all has been here for a long time. Yeah, but you've always needed a human to be in there clicking exactly. around. You've always needed somebody to go, oh, I want that particular pedal from 1973 sound and clicking it eventually that person won't even need to exist anymore. I think what's going to survive the longest as far as human involvement in music is the human being the one that has the good idea. And that's why pop music is just going to keep getting shit on. And that's pop, like actual pop genre now. 
uh, pop music is just going to keep getting shit on in this episode because regardless of how many times these Whoa. people get called geniuses, <laughs> it's this it's the same fucking chord progression over and over and over. That's not hard to do. And there are a lot of illusions that are very soon going to be shattered, I believe. Okay. Tyler and I did not, we, we planned this episode. We just made notes and we, we sit this, we're doing what we always do. And so I, I just want to touch on two things that Tyler just said that I asked ChatGPT to tell me how it was going to literally destroy music as we know it. And first of all, oddly enough, ChatGPT took offense to the word that I used. It basically told me to chill out. I did not copy and paste what exactly the word that it used, but it was basically told me to like, stop thinking of it this way. But there were two things when I asked it, I would never do that. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> there were two things in what you just talked about that it listed me of all the things that AI was going to change. In particular, I posted, I asked it about pop music and there were two things that you just touched on. A, it said low cost production. AI can create music at significantly lower cost than human musicians who require salaries, studio time, and other resources. This could potentially lower the value of music and lead to decrease in revenue for artists. Meaning you no longer need the guitar player anymore or the drummer anymore. Now we, these, these, this is kind of are existed for a while, but it's the, I think the idea is it's going to get even easier. It's exponential. It, this has all been happening for a long time. It's just all about to get exponentially right. the same. Well <laughs> now, cause if we plug that exact thing into what it said next, which is predictive algorithms and homogenization, AI is capable of analyzing vast amounts of data to predict what kind of music will be popular. This could lead to homogenization of music as AI generated songs could be optimized for popularity rather than creativity or artistic expression. Okay, so here's the thing real fast. I don't want to forget this right now. Everyone in any creative field is talking about what AI is going to do to their field. They're almost entirely only focusing on what's going to happen when AI hits their field. But what the fuck do you think happens when it gets integrated with other forms of AI? Not just can you figure out what songs are the most popular and write me one that you think would be popular based on that information. Can you analyze news headlines for the past 150 years along with information about what songs were the most popular during current events? Can you analyze and predict the future based on the trends of the past? And it's almost like there's some kind of uh, saying about that or something uh, where like hi <laughs> history defeat history, history, something it's itself. It does something to itself. Yeah. I can't remember what it is. So mm. like, what the, f how fucking good do you think that this shit is about to be right. at saying like, Oh, uh, are there wildfires destroying California? Yeah. Turns out that, uh, every time that's happened for the past hundred years within six months, this kind of song becomes the most popular song in the nation. Yeah, dude, it could be, <laughs> it could take in infinite factors, like weather, What's happening in the world? Wet spring? Let's right. go. Exactly. Like we get a lot of rain this year. When well, in the years that there was a lot of rain, these songs were really popular. Break down those songs, pick them apart, and recreate those songs in new forms. It's completely it really does blow my mind. When I was reading its answers, I was like, holy shit, this is and this is just what it's saying. Again, when I asked it, I cannot remember the exact word that I used. I used language that was like, please tell me how you're going to decimate. I said decimate. Okay. How are you going to decimate, you know, the music industry, pop music in particular? And it 
it scolded me for using the word decimate. It did not want to acknowledge, but then told you how it was going to do oh, it. Yes. No, it listed out some yeah. very good ways that it was going to nuke pop music in its current form. Computers have been entirely integrated at every level of popular music for at least 30 years. And humans are so used to hearing the results of that, that they don't even realize that's what they're hearing. There's so many people who like shit on computers. I guarantee you can find some dude right now shitting on AI music, the idea that he would ever listen to music made by a computer who would lose his fucking mind if he knew how any album that he enjoys from the past 20 years was made. They don't understand that these sounds are how much a computer is involved, but that means that the computers are already good at making pop music with minimal contribution from humans because Newsflash, they've been doing it for a long time. It's just getting really, really good, really, really fast. And what all of that means is AI music is probably the most immediately apparent gauge of how good AI technology is going to be because of how integrated computers have been to the main shit that everyone has been consuming. It's not like CGI in movies. I mean, you can almost always tell still that it's CGI in a movie. Now, it's gotten a lot better from when it first came out but it's not like every movie uses CGI on every aspect of every scene, which has been the case for popular music for the past 30 years. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be so easy for this thing to just be like, okay, cancel all the people who were booked to work today and cancel them forever because we don't need them anymore. It's so close, dude. Yo, do me a favor real quick if you're listening to this podcast. Which you uh, are. You're what obviously listening to this podcast. Do you think they're listening to the podcast right now? They're still listening. <laughs> yeah, I guess they're listening, yeah. We really need you to subscribe wherever you're listening. Hit the subscribe button. Definitely make sure you're subscribed. We've got merch now. What, shirts and pins and stickers and stuff? Yeah, on the website. Go to our website, yfbspod.com. Just do it. Just do it. That would be a good slogan for Man, something. we should make a shirt. Okay. <laughs> It's going to be so interesting also to see who who actually makes the money. At this point, it's a uh, sprint to see who gets to these tools the fastest. Like who can integrate these tools into what they already have the fastest and start creating music. I made the joke that like if you make elevator music for a living, because there are people oh, that yeah. do that. If you make bumper music, you're fucked. If you make music for commercials where they where they just want like a generic EDM sounding track, your time is limited. That's, and no, you that's should already learn here. It. That's already here for sure. Learn a new skill ASAP. Um, I follow this dude on Twitter. He is part of a podcast. I think it's called AI for Humans, like news about AI meant to be consumed by humans. They just tweeted something about an episode that they're going to drop and they got access to the Google Music AI that I got access to today. And we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, they told it something like K-pop and except for there not being any vocals and I'll, we'll talk about why it didn't have vocals. I think, uh, it's really, really close. It's fucking 85, 90% of the way there. Anyone that does any of the jobs that you just described, you just could be gone. Yeah. You're done. Yeah, Sorry. Cause like create me 500 upbeat techno sounding songs for a commercial with, I don't know, pick whatever key phrases that you like or an artist that you might like, and it will spit it out in literally five minutes. And you just go through all those tracks, find one that you like, and there you go. Instead of paying the person that you had to pay a couple thousand dollars to to make it, now you can just push a button, put some text in. 
it's over. For all those people, it's over. Yeah. That type of thing is going first out the window. The panic right now, though, is that AI music is going to replace all music made by humans. And I don't think that that is necessarily as likely and certainly not as immediate if it does happen. I think that doesn't happen until we get actual AI. People are always going to be attracted to the actual human story. So I think people that write music, if you're going to write stories about growing up poor and, and blah, 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 blah. You're going to actually now, it's going to matter. Yeah, people's like, authenticity fetish is going to get crazy. Yes, yeah. authenticity is going to be probably the number one thing in 10 years. It's only going to be, okay, I wrote this song about a breakup that I had and it actually did happen and this is the person or something. Like people are going to be obsessed with knowing who is the person that you're writing this about so that we know that you didn't just use whatever language model to write this song. We want to know who this person is, or if you wrote songs about growing up poor and living in a trailer park or whatever, people are going to want to know. You better fucking prove it. People will, I think, will still gravitate to that. People do, for some reason, believe that artists like Taylor Swift actually are experiencing what they're writing, but obviously we know that that's probably not true 100% of the time. What I think is going to be really funny to watch is all of the current companies like legacy media companies that are going to go all in on AI right away. Cause you know, I mean, you know, what's going to happen. So all these people, they don't want to be late to the thing, you know? Mm -hmm. So they're all going to jump in and just get fucking washed by this thing. Yes. Certainly someone's going to have some kind of success with AI and that'll probably be like the first major attempt to do it. And the success will be largely because people are just curious and they want to find out what's going on. Sure. But I think that the more people try to jump on that wave, the more we're going to get to watch just hundreds of millions, maybe billions of dollars disappear Evaporate. from people, <laughs> from people <laughs> betting on the popularity of AI music. Yeah. So I don't think that the first thing we're going to see with AI music is all of today's pop stars being replaced by AI programs. I think the first thing we're going to see is mass disillusionment from the audience like you were just talking about because they bought into this lie that all of these, this person is a great singer. Yeah, they're just that good at singing. They're a genius songwriter. The producer, the beats that he makes are just the best ones, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And I think we're seeing the first steps in that direction with this AI celebrity impersonation thing. These songs that keep going viral where it's sung in the style of an already famous artist. They're good. They're really, really good already. Very good. So the first couple I heard, I was skeptical because they were just still figuring it out, obviously. And I'm listening to it and I'm like, okay, I don't think that the artist that they're trying to make it sound like would do that and it wouldn't do that. But then I kept listening to him. And by the end of the day, I was just like, oh man, <laughs> this is going to get fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is some people, I mean, just because the Drake one was the biggest one, because it actually got put on Spotify and got millions of freaking plays. I mean, the Drake verse or the Drake stuff in particular, the guy really did recreate how he enunciates yeah, I did words. Not, I did not think he did a good job on the weekend. No, though. the weekend, the weekend was whatever. That part was the weakest part, I would say. But uh, the Drake stuff in particular, I was like, God damn, like I just, I, I, I think people that were like, no, I listened to it. I knew it was fake immediately. Just want to save face and be like, oh, it's like uh, people. I guess there's just always going to be snobbery in music. Music just always sounds better on vinyl type people, you know? So it's going to be the same thing. Like, oh, I can tell when it's a fake and when it's real because blah, blah, blah. And obviously that's not fucking true. 
You know what would be a really good idea for a music video, and someone should hop on this. Um, do you remember the, I think it was short skirt, long jacket, cake video, where they, the video is them playing the song for people on headphones? Mm-hmm. What would be a genius thing for specifically a pop artist like Drake to do soon is um, record a new single yourself, and then do another one where it's someone using the AI model of your voice, right? Mm-hmm. And then the music video is the audio switches back and forth as you give people a double blind on it. Put the headphones on them and have it switch back and forth. But it's not a real study because you're not a fucking scientist and you don't give a shit. So you're just hiring actors to say that they can tell it's you versus yeah, yeah. the AI. <laughs> yeah. They can just tell because you're so real. Yeah. And then boom, you are fully set up to capitalize on the whole authenticity fetish that Mark Do was it. just describing. Do it. It's, it's coming. It's, there's going to come a time where people are going to want to see somebody take an old school microphone with a cord and physically plug it in some sort of like direct way into the house PA bypassing somehow like, or it'll be some really, really old school. Lo-fi indie pop is about to come back hard. And it'll be like broken social scene is like fucking finally. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) People are going to want to see proof that you're singing it. People that have actual talent may actually do okay here. If you can, really sing your ass off and prove it. Hey, look, I'm going to take my microphone and I, there's nothing in this. I promise we'll even and show I'm hooked up to a polygraph, <laughs> right? Like I'm really singing. I, I promise. Fe- I'm feeling these feelings. I swear to fucking God, yeah. I'm feeling the feeling. I mean, this is what AI thinks or ChatGPT in particular, not Bard and all the others I asked too, but this one was ChatGPT in regards to the live performance aspect said, AI is yet able to replicate the energy and spontaneity of a live human performance. However, advancements in holographic technology and virtual reality could make virtual concerts more common. This could potentially reduce opportunities for human artists to perform live, which is often a significant source I of mean, income. That's, that's just metaverse bullshit right there, because that's where that logic would go buy a ticket to watch a fucking hologram at a concert but they will watch it on the computer i want to so badly agree with you that nobody would buy a ticket to go see a hologram on tour but people are fucking weird man i don't know i well i mean some people i think there's a lot of fucking anime nerdo boys out there and girls that would go watch some like anime holographic thing perform on stage why would you physically go somewhere? Because people are fucking you, weird, Tyler. You just do it at home. I know. I agree, but they're fucking weird. And maybe they won't. Maybe that particular subgenre would always be like, no, dude, I'm just going to put my Oculus on or whatever Apple you know, headset on. All right. So let's drill down on these celebrity impersonation things. The most important thing to understand about this, and we've already touched on it, repeating it for the back row, we need to be very, very clear that as of this recording of this episode which we are recording less than a week before it's going to come out, okay? That's the only way that we agreed that we could do this is if we record it and release it right away. So this is like the closest thing to a live episode that we've ever done because everything that we're saying, everyone's going to know the answers. Maybe by the end of the year, certainly by like 2030. There's really no telling what's going to happen there. It could be super fast or take forever. Who knows? As of this recording, all of the AI Drake songs that you've heard, all of the AI Kanye songs, that entire album that's supposed to sound like Oasis, even though it really doesn't, the music on those 
was either performed or programmed by a human. And the vocal tracks were sung by a human. The AI part of it is just that a model of the sound of a famous person's voice is mapped onto the voice of the human who's saying that part. That's what's happening. No one is pressing a button and coming out with these fully formed Kanye West impersonation songs. It's just someone who could make a song as good as a Drake or a Kanye West song, essentially applying the voice like an effect. A person needs to sing that part. And the closer they sing it to the way that Drake sounds, the easier it is for the effect to go on. That's why the early ones aren't as good. That uh, ghostwriter kid who did the Drake in the weekend one, he came out with another Drake one that sounds five times better less than a week later because he figured out, oh, I should try to kind of impersonate Drake on my own and then just let the AI fill in the blanks a little bit. And it's, it's Drake. It's fucking Drake. Yeah. And the thing is, is ChatGPT is kind of the top of the hill. Uh, Bard is lacking, although improving every day. In six months from now, God only knows what it'll be doing. You can very, very, very easily, anybody can do this. People do it all the time. I know they do it all the time. They go on there and say, hey, act as a songwriter and write me a song or write me a verse that Drake would say. At the moment, like what you were saying, that the kid has to be able to sing like Drake or talk like Drake. The only missing piece at this moment in history is the middle part that takes the chat GPT lyrics that did and spitting out exactly what Drake would say and how Drake would say it. It's coming fast. That's the thing. That little piece is the only piece missing. And that little piece, God only knows by the time this episode comes out, could already be out. Just think about how good um, the customer service bots when you call in. Do you remember you used to call in and it, they would have had a person sit down and read I don't know, 5,000 words or something. And then it would put them all together. And the intonation of the way the person talked would be like that. Uh, and it would sound like really unnatural. That never happens anymore. That's how fast that got good. This is going to get good way faster than that. Because that's the other thing. The better this shit gets, the better it gets at getting better too. The whole time. So it's just a loop that keeps getting tighter and tighter and tighter. And pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I, I also, uh, the flip side of this, as the authentic, authenticity, uh, what you call it? The authenticity uh, fetish fetish yeah. uh, as that becomes a thing. Cause I think that's going to come a thing really fucking quick. Like really, really oh, yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking it's like happening already. I've year, seen it. Yes. In the next year, two years, it's going to become a real thing. And really quickly, it's going to be interesting to see how many existing now massive stars, they're never going to admit that they can't sing or that they can't actually write or, you know what I mean? Like it's that, they're never going to admit it because no one's ever that big of a person, but it's going to become really evident, really fucking fast, how untalented a shit ton of people that you love and you worship actually are as singers, as songwriters, as musicians, the veil is about to be lifted off. Outside of the cultish people that are like, I don't care if she ever actually could sing or he could actually ever sing. She's the fucking, he's the fucking best. So I got access to Google's music AI today. Did they call it anything? Usually they come up with some stupid name. I think it's just music LM, um, which is music learning model. Um, we call it Steven. It is already good at doing some shit. Any sort of electronic pop, anything, it's going to be able to do that convincingly soon. But anything more complicated than that, and it's, not good at it. It's really, really terrible at it. And a 
fucking ton of shit that you and I have said on this podcast is about to be completely vindicated and backed up and yes. justified. And everyone is just going to have to be like, okay, fuck it. They were right. I know. Um, I feel like this is a real moment for us. It can't do, <laughs> it can't do all kinds of the shit that we have said is good. And then we make fun of shit by saying that an AI could do it. An AI can do it and it's going to do it first. It's going to be the first fight. Chainsmokers song, they're fucked. A Chainsmokers song is just going to be the first thing that this thing can do because they were barely changing the preset stuff. Basic dun, 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 dun. caveman shit. But it's really, really bad at doing other stuff. You also kind of can't really get it to put a vocal up front. You can hear vocals in the back. To me, it sounds a lot like the uh, customer service robot that I just described. It's like the musical version of that. You're sure. listening to a bunch of music sounds that, you know, could be a song, I guess, especially if you took a person and had them make a piece of it into a whole song. That's kind of what you would need at this point. But it's kind of like musical nonsense, really, and not even in a free jazz sort of way. There's just no logic to it there's no journey to it there's no vision no beginning middle and end none of that it's just chaos it really i mean it literally sounds to me like all it's doing is isolating an instrument from a copyrighted recording chopping it up rearranging it into a different order and then mixing it with other instruments that it's done the same thing from other recordings too it's got all these artifacts i would be really really surprised if it's actually generating anything it sounds more like an automated remix slash mashup situation mm -hmm. which is still pretty fucking intense but as of right now it's nowhere near good enough to do like a mars volta song in an interesting way i wonder if this will push things back towards bands even if half the songs were written by a fucking algorithm there maybe there, there will always be people that want to see a human being physically able to play something really well so if you're really talented physically at playing guitar, piano, drums, et cetera, bass, who the fuck plays bass? Uh, if you're really good at those things, there will always be a huge chunk of people that would love to see a human being that's really, really good at playing their instruments play a song really well. So I could easily see, because at some point, like, why would you go see Skrillex when CGI Skrillex is better? You know what I mean? And every show that CGI Skrillex plays is unique because every song is written on the fly or something and it takes the energy from the crowd and just changes up what it makes and like dead bootlegs taken to ridiculously much more popular extreme yeah so yeah. maybe there will be like a shift back towards bands or not even bands but like people that actually can play instruments and physically sing maybe maybe there'll be a shift more towards that organic sounding music that is one possible outcome or like live wise i mean maybe I don't know, listening wise, as far as what you listen to in your car and your headset, that, that may be gone. <laughs> I mean, it, as you know, it always be people that want to go see really talented people like play their instruments really well. So right now, the reaction that we're seeing from fans of the artists who are being impersonated by AI, the reaction is essentially, holy shit, I can't believe that an AI can do this. But that's just the initial reaction. As this keeps happening over and over and over again, we're talking almost an infinite number of AI songs in the style of the most famous artists. That's the future that we're headed towards right now. You know, multiple people are dropping entire albums worth of new material every day that sounds exactly like your favorite pop star. I think it goes from, holy shit, I can't believe an AI can do this to, 
holy shit, I can't believe I thought it was special that a person did this. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is going to happen. And then I think it shifts over to, okay, well, yeah, I mean, like, AI could just do everything. And then you get people who've been paying attention to music this whole time showing up and being like, nah, bro, I can't do this. This is Thelonious Monk. Uh, AI cannot do that. Sure. And, sure. and it won't be able to do that for a super long time unless it's just stealing Thelonious Monk recordings. It will go probably hand in hand kind of with what I was just saying too, where people say, well, watch me physically do this. Watch me physically play the guitar and sing this into a microphone will become more of, they can actually play the song. Wow, cool. The realization that's going to settle in is basically how much credit artists have been taking for the work of computers this whole time. And it's going to fuck up the entire illusion. The entire illusion that this podcast was founded to destroy is about to actually get destroyed. We're going to be out of a job. It's been an, it's been an <laughs> argument before now. Yeah, now you and I have like a year where we get to sit around and go, see, fucking see, see. And then everyone's going to get sick of that because an AI is going to be able to do that better than we can. I know. And then fuck it. We'll yeah. go do something else, I guess, because that's what people do. <laughs> what people do is say, fuck it and figure out how to do something else. <laughs> that's what both of us did before this and what both of us will do after this. And it's what good artists are going to continue to do. I'm going to become those uh, South Park characters. They're like, they took our jobs. It's going to be me. We'll start an alternate news organization, but about music. <laughs> <laughs> Ditch fork. <laughs> yeah. One of the jobs that it particularly said it was going to take away, kind of touching on what you were just saying, was uh, music mastering. Mastering is the oh, final yeah. step of music production processes where the track is polished to just sound as good as possible. That's been a fake job for 15 years anyway. <laughs> AI <laughs> tools like LANDR can automate this process, making it more accessible for independent artists who can't afford a professional mastering engineer. So I've seen a lot of uh, parallels to other creative fields that I think would be useful to bring into this conversation. A lot of the same things that we are saying about music is also true of movies and other art forms. Some guy recently went viral for, and this was like a tech guy who definitely doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, but I do think he's absolutely right on this one point. He said that we are already at the point where an AI could make a whole movie. And my response was, yeah, dude, most movies are fucking garbage. I'm entirely sure that an AI can make whatever the fucking big dumbass romantic comedy that everyone's going to go see this year is or whatever it is on Netflix, probably not even in theaters. But yeah, dude, of course it can fucking do that. They're terrible. Rom-coms, which are the pop music of movies, have so fucking lootly anything that is plug and play. There's a structure that every rom-com follows to a fucking T so all you have to do is plug and play different things. Like it could spit out 5,000 different scripts in a minute. The website TV tropes, just plug that in to Jad GPT and you're fucking off to the races, yes. dude. Yeah, I'm fully sure that that can happen. If you're saying we're at the point where an AI could make a Stanley Kubrick movie, yeah, I would like to see it. Yeah, <laughs> I would like to see it. I'll watch it. I'll sit there and watch it for three fucking hours. I don't think it's going to be the thing. I don't think it is. It's true for all art, I think, in general. I think... If you're an artist, an actual, say, painter, where you can show people, look, I painted this and it took me a long time to become good at painting. There will always be people that are like super in love with that and fascinated by it because it's so cool. Someone that takes, I don't know, half their life to learn a skill and can paint this really beautiful painting. There will always be 
a ton of people that will go, God, that is so cool and love that and pay top dollar for it, whatever. Well, also in museums, I mean, you look at just a basically a scan or a picture of like a Salvador Dali painting. Wow, that motherfucker can paint pictures good. Yeah. But if you go to the Salvador Dali Museum, it's in, I can't remember, St. Petersburg or Clear, Clearwater, yeah. went there. First oh, yeah, of all, Florida. those paintings are gigantic. They're huge. And you can see shit on the physical painting that isn't there when you're just looking at the thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it, it, there's a version of that for music. Seeing it live is going to be a thing for longer than the recorded part is going to be a thing, especially in pop music. Yeah, I, I, I feel like we keep saying it, but I also think it's important to say, because I don't want to get fucking yelled at by a bunch of nerds who intentionally misinterpret all the shit that we say and try to explain to us why we're wrong. I'm just trying to preempt as much of that as I can. One of the things that people are going to be saying a lot in the next couple of years, possibly forever, will be a human made this. This is a new couple words here that people are going to be saying like crazy, whatever phrase it's going to be like, this is organic. This is real. This was made by a person is going to become a selling point. Flesh made. Yes. <laughs> yes. Flesh made. This is going to become such a huge piece of what people use to describe things now. That will probably be the first thing actually now. It won't be, if you look at the painting, it's really reminiscent of blah, blah, blah. The first thing that will be said is made by a human. That is exactly the next point in my notes. Uh, <laughs> the uh, It's almost like we spent a long time getting to know each other and are better... <laughs> at it than a computer yeah um the made by humans this was <laughs> there is a very real possibility that ai is going to lead to a renewed focus on the history of recorded music that is one extremely awesome thing that i think might happen anyone who's ever had the thought gee i love this song by prince i wonder what it would sound like if the stooges covered it or better for the point that I'm going to make, probably, I love this song by Taylor Swift. I wonder what it would sound like if the Stooges covered it. Well, we're about to be able to hear exactly what it would sound like if the Stooges did a bunch of Taylor Swift songs. So when AI songs like that get posted on social media and go viral, get a lot of attention, that is going to result in a shitload of fans of the newer pop star Taylor Swift hearing something that sounds anything remotely like the Stooges for the first time in their life. And it might not be billions of them, it might not be millions, but a lot of them, some of them, a small percentage of her fan base is a shitload of people are gonna be like, damn, I like the way this sounds, who were the Stooges? Yeah, And then go check that shit out because they weren't using computers at all, at least in their classic albums. No one's talking about fucking Skull Ring, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that in a weird way opens up a whole new world of things that didn't exist six months ago. That's such a actually really cool idea to be able to like expose people to really great bands in history by taking modern hit songs and or going back and forth with it. Taylor Swift doing a Stooges song. I would listen to Taylor Swift singing I Want to Be Your Dog. Yeah, you? yeah. <laughs> I would press play on it. That's sure. for sure. I mean, and the possibilities are limitless. And so what will be interesting is how the labels, which are notoriously behind the curve on everything, Napster, streaming music, uh, what they do with it. Because my guess is the initial reaction always, regardless, is somebody's making money on this, so we're going to sue them. No, you can't do that. But at the same time, it's good for their artists. It's good for maybe other artists that are in their catalogs. I don't know. I have a conspiracy theory. So what I just said could be awesome. 
a renewed interest in the history of recorded music. That's fucking badass. But there are problems with that too. Just that in itself, there are a ton of problems with that. But I have a conspiracy theory that I want to talk about before getting into that. So these new celebrity impersonation songs go viral within six hours of being uploaded to the internet. And I just have some questions about it. Uh, specifically that kid who went viral with Drake in the weekend after it went viral, he uploaded this behind the scenes music video of him in the studio. It doesn't show him cause I think he's a white kid and he's doing black people's voices. So there's like a shitload of problems that are about to happen with that. Perhaps beyond the scope of this video. Um, it's him in the studio. You hear his regular voice. He hits play on the vocal track that is in the song and then applies the Drake filter. And he's like, oh shit, it's Drake. He's filming this behind the scenes video, but this is a dude who no one knows who he is. This isn't someone who's famous and got like an audience or whatever. He has no reason to think that this is going to just blow up and go viral. And he's going to need this behind the scenes music video unless the labels are the ones doing it. Mm. What if the reason that these songs go viral as fast as they do is that they're being astroturf there by the record labels themselves the record labels that these artists are signed to because they want to get the legal precedent sorted out as fast as possible which newsflash that's not happening they're not going to get it sorted out fast or soon but maybe that's why they want to get it done as soon as possible Maybe they're trying to kickstart this debate and get it sorted out, not so they can start suing people and shutting them down, but so they can figure out when they're allowed to use this shit themselves. Mm -hmm. If it turns out that anyone is allowed to just make a song with Drake's voice on it, why are they going to pay him millions and millions of dollars? A, B, let's talk about dead people. I was going to say, wanna, that's the biggest. Like 30 new Elvis Presley songs yeah, today. It's the first person I thought of, too, is Elvis. New Elvis records are coming out. That is for sure. Dude, you're talking about turning on revenue streams that did not exist, never existed. Bringing fucking Patsy Cline back from the dead, basically. If it turns out that people can make money on it, who do you think is going to make the money on it? It's not going to be you. Whoever the fuck you are listening to this, it's not going to be you. What it'll start out as is they will find an old notebook or some shit that Elvis had or somebody had, some famous artist had. These were songs that they wrote, but they never recorded. Dude, Kurt Cobain's diaries were literally published. You're right. going to tell me that you can't get at least three albums out of that? A hundred percent is what's going to happen. If they can, there's going to be a lot of legal... This, like, half of these are going to go to the Supreme Court. This shit's going to be the next decade is going to really, I guess the future of this will be decided in the courts because we're going to have to decide what is allowed and what's not allowed. And that's where we would probably have to have a lawyer to come on our podcast and explain to us how copyright works. They don't know. I've read like six articles on this and they're all, they're <laughs> no just saying the same shit we do. All they're saying is it depends on what ends up happening. Yes. This is literally just going to come down to some fucking old dude who doesn't understand any of this shit. Maybe that was hypnosis's whole thing. If they own the catalog, exactly. they are rooting for the ability to be allowed to make yeah. new stuff. I don't know if anyone's been paying attention. We did a whole episode on this called RIP Music. This company, Hypnosis, when you see a headline like Neil Young sells half of publishing catalog for blah, 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 million dollars. Hypnosis is one of the companies that really like started that happening. And we did an episode about it. And the point that we made was this was an investment in the past of music, which comes at the expense of music having a future, really. The 
company isn't doing very good right now, probably because they were vastly overpaying to acquire, 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 probably were not able to figure out how to make as much money as they needed to make on that as quickly as they needed to make it to justify those expenses. But this could change that. Yeah. A lot. I mean, if it's allowed, if they can tomorrow, if they took Elvis Presley's voice and had him sing, have him sing a Taylor Swift song, they may be able to do that. Now, I don't even know. I don't know what the legalities of this would be. I have no fucking clue. How would you work this? But like, it would probably get 5 million plays just from people that were intrigued. And then you piggyback off of that and say, hey, here's an original Elvis song that he never actually recorded, never released. You could be putting out new Elvis Presley music just that fast. What are the legalities of that? I, I have no fucking so clue. So there's the, a debate over it. Like who owns, who should own this music? Like if you should, own the catalog, do you own his voice? Do you own his likeness? No. Okay. So I think it's like, I think likeness is like the closest thing that we have to deciding this. Here's the other question though. Is there a time horizon on? We're going to find out right. basically. Like they're going to have to come up with a new kind of copyright right. essentially. That's what I'm saying. Like the, 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 those expire. I mean, there's only, there's a time limit on those things. But this one just seems like, come on, man, you can't, you got to let the kids control it or whoever they will it to or whatever you got. You can't just take I, a person's voice. That's I nuts. totally agree. But we live in a fucking <laughs> lunatic society where people care about nothing but money. That's just the law, though. That just determines the <laughs> law and who gets to make money on shit. If you're following the rules, that has nothing to do with what's actually going to happen. Right. That's just the law and who can get sued or whatever. Like how careful you have to be. If you give a shit about trying to get rich off this, if you're just doing it, cause fuck it. I think we're going to see a lot of, I did this cause fuck it in the future. This is Mark Mosley talking. Uh, by this time, you probably have a good idea whether you agree with us or not. And if you don't like the podcast, that's completely fine. Everyone needs a moronic friend. Either way, we don't really care. We just like to get discussions going around all these topics, you know? If you're a fan of me, Tyler, do us a favor. Go ahead and share this episode. Yeah, tweet about it. Post it on your Facebook. Actually, the thing I think you should do, click the little share button on whatever phone you have. Send it to someone that you know likes the band of the episode that you're currently listening to. It is most important <laughs> thing that you know where your friends stand with these things. And the only way to know that is you send them this episode. You wait for the fallout to happen. Right. Then go to yfbspod.com. You can get stickers, buttons, shirts. By the time you're hearing this, there's no telling what will be in the store. Just get something. Yeah. Make sure if it's a sticker, like put it on your car. On the passenger side window facing in after that friend doesn't even acknowledge that you sent them the episode, but they definitely listen to it. No way to resist it. It's kind of awkward the next time you see them, sure. especially when you're wearing a, your favorite band sucks t-shirt, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. You'll like it. I'm trying, I'm trying a new catchphrase out. Yeah. You'll like it. You'll like it. Mark says you'll like it. <laughs> we do have some precedent that I think is likely to come into this debate in the legal sense. Um, the question essentially is, should John Lennon's estate be able to sue someone who comes out with a song that sounds exactly like John Lennon is singing on it? First of all, no, you can't sue someone for sounding exactly like John Lennon or Oasis never would have got a fucking record deal. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
And that would have been happening this whole time because humans have been trying to sound exactly like other already famous humans for fucking ever. We scream about it all the time on this podcast, man. Half our fucking podcast. But there's more to it than that. If a company, let's say Doritos, if Doritos goes to, let's say, recognizable voice, Tom Waits. Doritos goes to Tom Waits, ask him to sing a song in a new commercial, and Tom Waits says no. Doritos turns around and hires a Tom Waits impersonator for the commercial, Tom Waits can sue Doritos for doing that. And if he did that, he would win. And if you think he wouldn't win, you're fucking wrong because this already happened. This is not a hypothetical <laughs> scenario. This fucking happened. Tom Waits sued Doritos and won because he could prove that they tried to get him first. I was going right? to say, that's the, that's the trick, right? But that's it. Right. That's a whole Without trick. Without that initial conversation... There's no lawsuit. You can't sue Ian Curtis of Joy Division for trying to sound exactly like Jim Morrison because of the pretty vague ways that he can claim he is influenced by Jim Morrison. He is not actually trying to behave in a way that would result in someone mistakenly believing they are hearing Jim Morrison sing for the band Joy Division. Tom Waits was able to prove that when it came to Doritos because they straight up tried to hire him first. And the thing about an AI program is there's a record of what it was trained on. The same as Tom Waits being able to prove that he was contacted by Doritos. It, we can so easily prove what these programs were trained on. Yeah. It's doing what it was trained to do. It's in the fucking code. You can prove that it's ripping someone off. And I would expect that that is not going to bode well for the memers out there. I don't think the meme economy is going to <laughs> survive this one. And then there's a whole other issue here too, which Grimes has certainly signed herself up for. Uh, before I start talking about Grimes, I should say, I don't know anything about her, except she's clearly a fucking moron. She tweeted that everyone has her permission to use her voice an AI trained on her voice. And she said that one of the reasons she wants to do that is quote, kill copyright which only Silicon Valley tech nerds want to do this. Side note, I mean, we should do a whole other fucking episode on copyright law, probably. Or you should start your music business podcast, finally. <laughs> um, a roundtable about copyright. She said anyone can use her voice because she wants to kill copyright. But then she says, if you use the AI trained on her voice, you only have to give her 50% of the royalties, the same as any deal she makes with any other collaborator, which is entirely dependent on copyright. If you kill copyright, there are no royalties. That's how it works. The royalties are for the fucking use of the copyright. I, dude, some of these people <laughs> need to have their phone taken away. Do you know how easy it would be for her fans to just think that she's a genius because they like some shit she did, but she's got to get on there and just say dumb, dumb things all the time. I think one of my favorite things was when people advocate for things not realizing how it would actually impact them. So fucking amazing to be like, yeah, you just have to pay me 50%. Well, actually, no. If copyright goes away, I don't have to pay you shit. What are you going to do? Sue me for what? You said that I could do this. I had to pay you 50%. Well, there's no legal standing for me to pay you 50% because your voice isn't copywritten. What a fucking brilliant... Dude, that's fucking brilliant. Jesus. Again, that's just legal. That is just if someone gives a shit about following media law what you're basically doing here is making a law about whether or not people can download movies for free yeah okay yeah you wouldn't steal a car that that's the commercial that they're making <laughs> with these laws that right was one of my favorites so i love that one so whatever man it doesn't matter what happens in a courtroom this shit is about to get hairy 
what kind of car are we talking about? You know what I mean? That was always the question for me. Like, I don't know. Are the keys in it? Are we talking about a Lamborghini? Like, easily steal it? Like, I mean, what if I just take it for a joyride? The keys are in it, and I'm next to the state line. <laughs> right. That's the situation we're in right now. Could be fun. It's e if it's easier to steal the car than not steal the car, people are going to steal the fucking car. It's also literally how we got here with music piracy. Yeah. That's the, the stage of all of this. So, uh, yeah, again, it does not matter what laws, unless it's, like, fully outlawed, they track your internet connection and come take your fucking computer away and ban you from having internet like the kid in the movie hackers for <laughs> using AI at all, which that's a possibility, by the way, the next presidential election, the deep fakes that are about to happen, Jesus. buddy, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Nobody's ready. We got a lot of ethical dilemmas about coming down the pipe here. It's not going to be funny. My bar for what is still funny beyond being like mean or fucked up is so much higher than the average person's <laughs> and no, I don't want that. Really don't want to want this to happen. Really wild <laughs> implications about what the uh, president is saying and not saying. Yeah, I, fuck it. I don't want to talk about that. Um, it's just yeah, a full ostrich head in the sand on that for now, I guess. Um, everyone listening to this or watching this has seen enough of the internet to know if you give people a tool that can accurately recreate the sound of like a My Bloody Valentine song, they're not just going to have it make Loveless Part 2. They're going to have it make Loveless if every song was about fucking a warm cheeseburger with your dick. Oh, yeah. That's what the internet's going to do, man. What if it's Loveless, but it's about fucking a cheeseburger with your dick? That's next. That's every, what's going to happen. Every terrible possibility is what's going to happen first. It's always where it goes. It's, just, it's whatever it's you can think of that's funny, and let's do that. Let's make that a real thing. I can write a Taylor Swift song but she's singing about fucking a cheeseburger. Oh my fucking God, dude. So, Doing it right now. And here's the thing. Here's the crazy part about that. That is actually more legal than just the people who are making new music because of parody it's law. Parody. Yeah. It's a fucking Straight parody. Up parody. If yeah. you, that's safer than just making a loveless part two. If you're out here making something that could actually be confused for an actual Kanye West song, you're going to get in deep shit. If you, well, I'm trying to think of something that Kanye West would never do a song about. And I, yeah, no predictions there. Um, so yeah, if anyone's relying on parody law, because you think that you can make a Kanye West song that no one would actually believe was a new Kanye West song, you're probably fucked. Because yeah. he'll do anything. I was going to say, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> certain artists, <laughs> certain artists, you're just going to have to stay away from because people will be like, well, I mean, maybe he would actually. New Kanye West song just dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's about fucking cheeseburgers. It's about fucking a cheeseburger yeah. and... I don't know, man. It's pretty wild, but it's pretty fucking good, dude. When it comes to rap specifically, uh, I, I didn't even think about this until today. Just with all like the feuds uh, over rap lyrics, I would say the odds of someone getting shot over the lyrics of an AI rap song in the next five years or so are pretty good, man. Well, I mean, there are... Oh, I don't know. I don't know how to say this. Think about like uh, diss tracks, but only... I mean, there probably are people that would get upset about a diss track, even if the person that wrote the diss track didn't even write the diss track. Or a hundred of them. Right. <laughs> what if the Drake subreddit decides, fuck Meek Mill today? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Oh, it's, shit. <laughs> uh, Jay-Z dissed uh, fucking Kanye on this no, track. Biggie dissed Kanye. <laughs> right. But he didn't. Timbaland already did a Notorious B.I.G. song. Did you see that? No. Yeah, Timbaland... He did this really serious prologue on it, too. It's a video. He's sitting there talking. He's like, man, I'm working on something that's going to make AI profitable for everyone. But there's something I always wanted to do, and I never got to do it. Yeah. And that's work with Big. 
today I got to do that. Presses play on it, and the comments are all people like, dude, you didn't work, you still haven't worked with Notorious B.I.G., man. You pulled a dead man out of his grave and danced him around like a puppet, you psycho. What's wild about this, too, is this <laughs> is just another nail in the coffin, or certainly, I wouldn't say a nail in the coffin, another massive speed bump for any new artists that want to exist in music. Now you're actually going to be competing with dead people making new music. It used to be you were competing with their catalog. Now you're competing with their catalogs and possibly making new music. But what you're saying applies to people who want to make music like the people who are going to be put out of a job. Yeah. Difficult for the next chain smokers to happen. Absolutely. That's a great thing. I'm fucking stoked on that. Sorry about your feelings and everything, but no, we don't need another chain smokers or whatever the future versions of the AI, that is going to be. Smokers. AI's got it covered and fuck you for even thinking about it, really. But people who are legitimately great are going to stand out from the people who can only do shit that a computer is doing. Yeah. We're going to be in a situation where it's very likely, at least much more likely than it has been for the past 20, 30 years, that the cream may actually rise to the top. My thought is that it, it's just going to inject automatically so much more noise into the system At first, for to make sure. it harder to rise to the top. But that makes it easier to stand out if you're doing something different. Because one of the things that it said that one of the downfalls of AI would be that it could literally just yeah, infinite noise. Yeah, it could just make infinite amount of songs. Because well, it's not like there's just one of them, too. It's however many of them you want to all doing shit at the same time. It said replication of style. AI is capable of emulating the style of popular artists. This might mean that the unique style that differentiates an artist could be copied and mass produced, potentially diluting brand and devaluing its input. It basically just knows that it can it can just make infinite amounts of songs. Uh, I guess, and so that would be the competition for new artists would be you're competing with so much more noise now, this music that's just so easily created at the touch of a button. So I asked ChatGPT to tell me how it was going to decimate the music business, but I also asked Bard, and I asked Bard what were the best and worst case scenarios, which quick side note, with Bard, it gives you recommendations like here's Bard, this is how you use it. The very first thing that it recommended was, uh, and I quote, write some lyrics for a heartbreak anthem titled Lovesick. Right. This was the number one recommendation of Google, the largest search engine on earth. I asked it for a best case and worst case for music and its impact on the music industry. Its best case scenario was that AI will help democratize the music industry and make it easier for artists to create and share their music with the world. AI-powered tools will allow artists to experiment with new sounds and styles and to create music more tailored to their specific audiences. AI will also help to connect artists with their fans and build them more sustainable careers in music. I think that is full of shit and sounds as if somebody was trying to come up with an excuse as to why it wasn't about to destroy half of the current existing business. Okay, so uh, Google has reason to lie about that because of YouTube. Spotify is all hands on deck trying to shut the shit down with the celebrity impersonations. And so a lot of people uh, are uploading them to YouTube. The dude who did the Drake in the Weekend thing, his yeah. stuff is on YouTube. And YouTube has this like rights, I can't remember exactly what it's called now, but... They have a system that basically flags copyrighted stuff, alerts the rights holders, give them the option to monetize it or have it taken down, whatever they choose to do. That's been that way for over a decade at this point, I think. So hmm. they definitely are friends with the rights holders who 
are potentially mad about this. Mm -hmm. So they would have a lot of reasons to be like, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> no, it's totally fine. It's going to democratize the music business. Yes, I'm sure the major labels want nothing more than to democratize the music business. Live Nation yeah. is going, yes, please democratize the music business. <laughs> We're like for that. Every major, every major player in the music business is like, sounds fucking fantastic, man. Let's <laughs> let's take the power out of our hands. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we don't want that. Warner Music Group went pu public last year. Like, fuck it. Let's just give it back to the people. Uh, well, its worst case scenario was, interestingly enough, the homogenization part. That was ChatGBT. So when I asked Bard what the worst case scenario was, it said in the worst case scenario, AI could lead to the homogenization of music. Oddly enough, two different language models believe that the same outcome is possible. As artists are increasingly forced to conform to the taste of AI-powered algorithms. Oh, shit. This thing's like, I'm going to own you, motherfucker. <laughs> Seriously, AI could le also lead to the loss of You're jobs. You're going to do what I want. <laughs> I'm not doing what you want. Well, one of the things that ChatGBT talked about in its list of reasons why it was going to nuke the business was... It's ability to customize people's playlists so well. I mean, it would put you in a silo that you, if you never actively tried to break out of, it would just forever keep you there. I think that it's far more likely that it will get good at just generating new music more so than playlists. Like they've been trying just recommendation algorithms for a long time and they're usually not very good. Like Spotify's yeah. is fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For now, uh, for now, yeah. AI could also lead to the loss of jobs in the music industry as tasks such as production, distribution are automated. Additionally, AI could create deep fakes of musical performances, which could damage the reputation of artists. Yeah, that was another funny thing about Grimes' whole tweet thread about anyone can use my voice is within an hour, I think she came back and was like, oh, by the way, like, don't do fucked up songs. <laughs> don't do the... <laughs> Don't do the fucking the cheeseburger songs, like, well, please. You, you don't get to you don't get to walk it back, homie. That is taken from the words of the AI itself. Reading it word for word, how it views itself. I guess I don't know. There's a lot of uh, interesting questions that need to be answered around how we talk about these things. Yeah, well, I mean, it's also definitely not how it views itself, but it's what, the, what it was told to say about how, it how views it, itself. I guess it yeah. ingested the data to spit it back out. What an interesting time to uh, to live through. I feel like this is what would have, we, we did live through it, but like what Napster was like when it was around and the whole MP3 and the, it was such a crazy time for music and there was so much conversation around stealing music and it was pretty wild. It was definitely a changing moment in history where bands used to sell, you know, sync sold a million copies of their album in the first week to now, you know, it's wild if people sell half a million half copies. Million, yeah. and, and that was 20 years. This feels like another- This is going to uh, be way faster than yes, that, too. This, is, yeah. this feels like another pivotal moment. Only this time, people aren't downloading songs on their AOL 144 kilobyte per second dial-up. Processors are faster, yeah. more storage space. I mean, your everything. phone, you know, my the phone's in my hand more powerful than my computer was 20 years ago. Like- a hundred times more powerful and that's now what does music what does art look like in five to ten years i guess time will tell it's i think it'd be really good at really bad man i'm really hoping for best case scenario i guess i've listened to so many podcasts and watched so many things about ai in general i think it's just going to change 
the way that things are done now and the way that we think about music and the things that matter to people in music are going to change. I think what we said way earlier in this, made by an actual human is going to be a selling point, which was never a selling point before because everything we thought was made by a human. But I think those words or a variation of it in the mouth of a much better marketing person will be the things that matter in the next five to 10 years. I think one of the things that we have said a lot that is going to be proven correct is that most people don't actually care about music. And I think that this is going to make that incredibly fucking clear. Can an AI replicate the history of recorded music that I have on my computer right now for personal enjoyment that I spent 20 years building? That's not happening anytime soon. It's not going to be able to do albums by Yes, albums by James Brown, albums by fucking 90s hardcore adjacent bands. Just shit. Sure. All, It's not going to be able to do all of that shit for a long time. Even when it can do versions of it, will it be as good as it? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I, I am not going to sit here and tell you that I know that I could tell the difference. You know, I have no sure. fucking idea if I'll be able to tell the difference. But I think it'll be a long time before it gets to the point where I couldn't tell the difference. And I think that that is where you're going to see people who can and can't tell the difference. And we've already been talking about it, not in terms of who made this or what made this, but in terms of is this good or is this bad? What kind of person would think that this was acceptable to listen to yeah. versus what kind of person would demand that that be shut off and put on a Marvin Gaye song? We're about to find out, man. Like you're going to go over to your friend's house and they're going to have some bullshit playing on their speaker. Yeah. And you're like, what are you doing? Do you think this is fine? This is not fine. Who's going to have the first iPhone app, which will just be, well, just going to use Taylor Swift. She's the biggest artist on the planet. Uh, the Taylor Swift song creator app on their phone. Pick 10 words to describe how you're feeling today. I had a great day, blah, 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 blah. And it'll, but, but it'll be like an original song in the vocal tunings of Taylor Swift. It could sing you the song. It could put your name in the song. It could put your ex-girlfriend, your ex-boyfriend's name in the song. If like, I was a pop singer right now, I would be having my people on that already. But you put your, your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend's name in it. You type it in. Oh, their name is Steven or whatever. And now when you listen to it, it's personalized to you. It has your name in it. Okay, so they could do that right now. A pop star could afford to do that right now. Literally, all you have to do is hire however many people it takes to deal with the volume of orders that you're getting. It's basically just Cameo. You set it up as Cameo. Right. You take the orders and you have a fucking factory of 50 or 100 people all with vocal isolation booths. And they're just recording the personalization, which yeah. then gets dropped into the song with your, the AI model of your voice on top of it. Yeah. You can do that now. We're yeah. there. Uh, this is probably going to happen within the year, maybe. Yeah. I mean, unless everyone's an idiot. If I was a pop star and saw this coming down the road, and also, by the way, follow up on Grime shit, within the past two days, she tweeted some shit about how nervous she was listening to the AI songs that are clearly fucking better than her because newsflash there are people that no one's ever going to hear of who are fucking great at making music and if you give them permission to just become your producer essentially <laughs> they're going to annihilate again when you destroy the access out you're democratize you she is quite literally democratizing yeah, her voice she's dumb enough to write herself out of the picture i guess <laughs> Or God only knows how many people that are better at singing, writing, everything better than her. If this gets to the management of like Jack Harlow or Lil Nas X or a pop star who's 
not too stoked about the possibilities in the future. I'm sure that Lil Nas X isn't worried, actually. He strikes me as a very smart person, yeah, yeah. and I would expect him to be around for a very long time. If anything, he's probably uh, stoked on it. Yeah, I don't want to get yelled at about <laughs> that. I think he's a very smart person, and I think that he's going to do a lot of really funny fucking things with AI, probably. Sure. Uh, but yeah, just regular personality or no personality pop stars, if you're on their team, I would be pitching this personalization factory idea pretty soon. And the thing is, is again, you need people in there right now, but only gets cheaper to do. Exactly. A year from now, you might not even need a person. It's automated. Yep. Completely. You might need a person for names that aren't common in the English language. But like, the thing is, you only have to do it once. If the couple that you're writing about is Mark and Tyler, there's yeah. probably a shit ton of fucking Mark and Tyler's. You only have to sing the word Mark once and you can put it in every single time someone requests the name Mark, which is a very common name. Jesus, there's, this, I mean, you only have to do it a couple times. This is not hypothetical. This is not theoretical. It's here. It's ready to play and, and it's, it's ready to ship. And I want 10% because it's my idea. I mean, yeah, this is an idea and <laughs> so someone's going to do this, man. Yeah. And they should, <laughs> you should do it. Worst case scenario, AI ends music. Best case scenario, it becomes a tool that good artists use and continue to make great music, just incorporating this new tool. And then we'll see what happens with that. I don't think anytime soon we have to worry about AI replacing good artists, great artists. I think that bad artists and hacks in general, uh, not just in music, but all kinds of hacks across the board, you're probably fucked. And that's great news for everyone except you. Uh, so true. If your favorite band is worried about AI music, your favorite band sucks. You're welcome for another Skynet episode of your favorite band sucks. If you'd like to show your appreciation for two humans sitting down to create the previous hour of entertainment for you, uh, almost entirely without using AI, then you can post this episode all over your social media and get a conversation going about AI music. Want to see which one of your friends is willing to go all in on how much they know they'll always be able to identify a song made without humans? Post the episode, grab some popcorn, sit back, and watch the show. Okay, this outro is going to be longer than usual because, as we predicted, there has already been a ton of developments in music AI that need to be addressed in order to get this episode as up-to-date as possible. We're at the point of AI development where every single day is bringing major changes. So there'll probably be even more stuff that happens after I record this outro and before the episode comes out. But hey, we are committed to at least trying to create evergreen content, so I have to make the effort. If at any point in this episode you began to feel as if Mark and I were probably just getting sucked in by hype, Sure enough, someone has already used AI to do some completely off-the-wall thing that had never been done merely a week ago. If you go to Spotify or YouTube Music right now and search for Eclipse, like Solar or Lunar Eclipse, Eclipse Nkasi, that's the letters N-K-A-S-I, Eclipse Nkasi, and the album is Infinite Echoes. That is an album made almost entirely by AI, including the vocals. 
You can run an internet search to find an article on all the different AI tools this musician actually used to make the album, but everything from the music to the lyrics to the vocals was created and performed by AI. I have not done a deep dive on the content of the lyrics, but I skipped around between songs, and if that album doesn't already contain at least two songs that could fit right into modern pop radio without anyone questioning it, then I would say it's at least evidence we're less than a year away from AI being able to do that. It is here. If you have shitty taste in music, congratulations, you're about to never run out of things to listen to. If you do check that album out on Spotify, you will find that artist has roughly 5,000 monthly listeners. Despite being the single greatest showcase for what AI tech is really about to do to pop music, the album has not gone viral. Which perhaps strengthens my suggestion that major labels and rights holders may somehow be involved behind the scenes with the famous artist's impersonation songs. Note that a human would still need to be involved to create those famous impersonation AI songs. Uh, that album does have vocals that are generated entirely by AI, but to recreate the sound that everyone is familiar with of a specific famous vocalist, a human would still need to adapt that vocalist cadence, enunciation, melodic tendencies, so on, so on, so on, in order to lay the framework for the AI model to do a convincing job on top of it. That's the situation for now. At the rate this is happening, it could change within a month. I don't know. Speaking of artist impersonation AI, Timbaland has shared a few more details on the solution he's come up with, and in my opinion, it is extremely underwhelming. Basically, he wants to set up a matchmaking database where famous artists license the rights for their voices to be used, similar to what Grimes is doing, and then subscribers to that service can use the voices of those famous artists for however much the fee is, I don't know. I'm not going to spend all the time I could spend on picking this idea apart, but I think it would be ridiculously short-sighted for any individual celebrity to roll the dice on licensing their voice for any significant period of time. Nobody has any clue how many other ways there are going to be for artists to make money on this AI tech even one year from now. On top of that, anyone with a currently active record deal probably isn't even legally allowed to license out their voice to another company that way. So yeah, this is a pretty dumb idea, and I'd be surprised if it even actually happens. One last thing regarding the reasons I think Google's Music LM will not generate a real lead vocal. I did kind of already spell it out in the episode, but I did not specifically state how it relates to the way it will not give you a lead vocal. What it comes down to is I believe they are trying to fake it until they make it when it comes to any other type of music than electronic pop. Any type of song that could be entirely made with a MIDI controller to perform electronic drums and synthesizer sounds and whatever else, I do believe Music LM is capable of generating those sounds from scratch on its own. However, when it comes to using sounds of analog instruments like a guitar, what I'm hearing just does not sound like it's being synthesized from scratch. Anyone who has used software like Isotope RX to isolate one instrument from a copyrighted recording is familiar with the audio artifacts left in the end result. 
if you isolate the guitar from some song, then you're going to end up with mostly a guitar, but usually there will still be remnants of other pieces of the song. Sort of ghost versions of the other instruments or the vocals or whatever. I hear exactly those same sounds in any of the results I got from asking Music LM to create anything other than electronic pop. For example, the first thing I wanted to ask it to do was play a Django Reinhardt guitar part. Turns out it will not take requests for specific artists because that raises copyright issues. So I went to Google Bard and asked it what I should type into Music LM if I want Music LM to create a Django Reinhardt song. And Bard said, quote, compose a swing tune with a gypsy jazz feel, end quote. I typed that into Music LM, and here is what it created. Now, that was pretty goddamn terrible if we are judging it as a piece of music. If Django Reinhardt were alive and you brought this to him and said, hey, look, this computer can do what you do, he would be insulted or laugh. He would not be terrified that he was about to lose his job. However, if we judge the sounds that we just heard in terms of how much did that sound like a real guitar, it's a 10 out of 10. I think the reason for that is the same reason that it's a terrible piece of music, which is that Music LM is not generating that guitar sound from scratch. If it is doing that, then this is already way more terrifying than anyone seems to believe, and we're about to hit worst case scenario way faster than I thought. But what it sounds like it's doing to me is it sounds like it's stripping out a guitar track from either an actual Django Reinhardt recording or a recording of someone else playing like Django. Then cutting it up into sections pretty much anywhere there's a space between a musical phrase. Then scrambling all those cut up pieces into a different order, perhaps even shifting the pitches of certain notes to place even more distance between the original copyrighted work and the end result. Like I said in the episode, if that's what it's doing, that alone is pretty nuts. And there's no telling how soon they will be able to tell it, okay, now do that, but make the music good. It's entirely possible they just haven't told it to make the music good because that would bring up the same copyright issues that prevent them from accepting prompts that mention specific artists, which I think is the same reason they won't put a vocal up front. There are millions and millions of people who could immediately identify the sound of a famous artist voice, which would make it clear that they are essentially stealing and reworking copyrighted recordings. All right, my head hurts from thinking about all of this, and I'm ready to get back to our regularly scheduled programming. So it brings me great pleasure to announce that when the podcast returns, it will be with an episode on Sugar Rose. Am I saying that right? Sugar Rose? Sierras, cigarettes, bucket, whatever. <laughs>